Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we will be discussing an article titled Live Cattle Basis Due to COVID-19, Deviations and Convergence. This article was published in the early part of May for the Beef Watch newsletter. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by Dr. Elliot Dennis, who's a livestock marketing economist with the University of Nebraska. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Dennis. Yeah, thanks for having me, Aaron. Well, the focus of this article is really about understanding the difference between cash price and futures price, and that difference is what we often refer to as basis. Give us some perspective on what's happened with basis in the cattle markets over the last couple months, especially due to the impact of COVID-19. Yeah, so uh, in the first part of April, I started getting a lot of phone calls about, you know, what in the world is happening with basis, and we're and specifically, I'm talking about live cattle basis today. Four weeks prior to expiration, we were looking at, in Nebraska, about like positive $15 on, on basis, which means the cash price is $15 above the futures price. That is, was just so high. And so some of what, what I did is I went and looked at, well, what is uh, the April 2020 live cattle contract basis look like historically between uh, last year, the 2019, uh, the five-year average, so 15 through 19, and then just uh, looking through, maybe there's a similar situation that happened in recent years. So 2017 is was a pretty similar situation where basis got up to like, you know, positive $12. And so I went and looked at that, and the real question was, how does this compare? So, I mean, basis was definitely higher in 2020 compared to the five-year average by almost about $10. Normally, with four weeks to expiration, the five-year average would suggest that we're about positive $5 to basis. And really what we need to see is on the end of contract and the last day of trading on, of April, cash price and futures price should equal each other. And we call, if they do, we call that convergence. And convergence is really important because without convergence, the contracts we'd say are ineffective as a hedging tool. Um, and so we're really looking for, are the cash prices going to converge? And so what I went and showed was, is Nebraska abnormal? was the basis experiencing abnormal in Nebraska. And what found is no, the five market average, Texas, Kansas, and Nebraska all showed extremely high basis. All were about positive 15 with really seven to three weeks prior to, um, to convergence and, or to, to the end of the contract. And so the question was, you know, who's going to converge? You know, we have this wide basis. You know, cash prices were, you know, two weeks to the expiration. We're looking at cash prices at $95. And so, you know, when I started talking to some producers, a lot of questions were, what's going to happen here? You know, is futures going to, or cash price going to come down to meet futures or is, or the futures market going to come up to the cash market? And so what I, what I did is, um, this was kind of an effort to help explain and, and answer some of that question of, okay, you know, eight weeks prior, four weeks prior, and the week prior, who does the majority of the moving? 
Is it the cash price or is it the futures price? And what I went and showed was that really the cash price is the primary driver of movement two months and a month prior. So a lot of that movement is going to happen in the cash price as we start to sort out local supply and demand. But really about two to three weeks prior to expiration, the contract expiration, the majority of that movement comes in the form of futures price movements. So to give you an example, Aaron, about one week prior, about 97% of all movements in price happens or in basis happens because of, of, of futures price movements. And, and in April, that's, that's kind of what we saw. We saw um, for, for Nebraska about nine, the $95 kind of stayed constant over the last two weeks. You know, there were some variations day to day. But then as we came up, as the futures market started or the futures contract started to expire, we saw futures price really rally upwards to try to converge. On the last day, we were limit up. I think had we not had price movement limits uh, there that futures price would have converged. But, you know, we have those limits for other reasons. But so basis was a finished positive. But really think we probably would have had convergence had that had we not had price limit. So just kind of hope to explain a little bit about some of the ideas about convergence and why we were experiencing that high basis uh, in Nebraska. Dr. Dennis, anything else you'd like to highlight on this topic and kind of the unusual situation we've seen here in the last couple months as it relates to basis? Yeah, I, I think there was a, a lot of conversation about uh, physical delivery, and I think it's important to understand that uh, why we see physical delivery happen. So when people saw this wide basis, uh, some people were saying, well, why don't we just force convergence to happen through delivery? And I go through, you know, why we actually use delivery and what's it used for. And fundamentally, we do not deliver cattle when the cash price is above the futures price. We force delivery when the futures prices is above the cash price. And if we, as the fed cattle industry believes that there, that basis is too weak, that cattle can then be physically delivered. And then the market transaction that happens is the long in Chicago has to take delivery or he has to, he or she has to retender that for an additional price. But that is how we get, you know, longs out of the market and essentially allow, you know, as more longs get out of the market, then the, the basis tends to converge a little bit. But there should generally not be delivery when cash prices above uh, futures. And so not surprisingly, when do we see cattle delivery happen? It happens in October, generally when we have a, a pretty weak basis or when basis is is really negative. In other words, cash price is significantly below the futures price. Anything else you'd like to add on this topic as we point towards wrapping this up? No, I, I think we're uh, kind of have a few opportunities to experience what basis is looking like 
as always, I'm here, the other area economists. We're here to help answer any questions that you have. We appreciate the comments and we're able to put out these fact sheets to help try to answer some of these questions and provide some historical context on what tends to be pretty volatile and, and unique situations. So feel free to reach out to us and we'll try to answer as many questions as, as we can. For more information on the article that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to visit the beef.unl.ed website. Again, this can be found in the May issue of the Beef Watch newsletter.